You're listening to the Morning X with Kev. We aren't even aware from one second to the next what we're going to do. It's quite possibly the best radio show that you are listening to right now. But there's no radio at all. All radio is dead. That's for sure. The Morning X with Kev. Earlier in the week, we were talking about National Pretzel Day, and I spilled the beans that I do not like pretzels. And I found out from you guys that I might be the only person on planet Earth who hates pretzels, whether they're soft pretzels, hard chips like pretzels from a bag. Uh, You want to ruin any kind of uh, chips mix, put pretzels in there. Uh, And I found out that I'm pretty much the only person on planet Earth who feels that way. Yeah, we almost had to kick him off the island because we're like, who who doesn't like pretzels? I know. Come on, man. It's pretzels. So once in a while, we bring this up on the morning show here on The X. Uh, We do unpopular opinions. What's your hot take? Man. Okay. Well, I'll go. Um, I'll go first. Uh, I enjoy pineapples on pizza. I love Hawaiian pizza. I don't care what anyone says. I'm with you. It's good. Oh, no. Hawaiian pizza is great. I'm with you. I'll eat it. I've ordered it before at a restaurant. Fruit does not belong on pizza. What do you think a tomato is? A tomato is a fruit, but I don't like tomatoes on pizza. What about the sauce on pizza? Do you not get sauce on pizza? I do, but you know what that's, that's made out of yes, tomatoes. I get it. All right, but so you, you would rather have fruit paste? Yes, I your... would rather have fruit paste. What if I made a paste out of the pineapples and spread that in with the sauce? It wouldn't be good with meat. Mm. That's gross. I don't think of a tomato as a fruit. Pineapple pairs well with uh, certain cured meats, like ham. Yeah, if you're a serial killer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm not. I'm just saying I enjoy pineapple on pizza. As far as fruit goes, I like it either by the foot or um, not at all. Oh, man. Uh, You can visit Matt online, by the way, at puttheLotionInTheBasket.com. Put the lotion in the basket. Um, But I'm with you. I'm also a serial killer then, apparently. Thank you. For me, um... I don't like Oreos. Whoa. Uh-huh. Whoa. I think Oreos are like so gross. What? Yes. Do you? How is that? It's like this dark chocolate cookie gross and this white stuff in the middle. Ugh. And it's always hard. <laughs> I don't know who is put, keeping them in business. And Arby's. I don't like Arby's. Who is keeping Arby's in business? <laughs> I like Arby's. I do too. I go there sometimes. It's good. Roast beef. No, no, not not for me. You're burying the lead by skipping over the fact that you said you don't like Oreos. <laughs> Let's go back a second here. Like I, I've never met a person who didn't like Oreos. Yeah, That's I shocking. don't. I don't like Oreos. Milk? You ever try dunking them in milk? Yes, they don't taste good. I don't know what it is. If it's like the dark chocolate cookie, I just don't like them. Oreo ice cream? You ever try Oreo cookie I ice don't, cream? I don't like cookies and cream ice cream. I don't like oh, cookies and cream. Cookies any- and cream ice cream. Yeah, I don't like cookies and cream anything. I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> it amazes me because it's literally just sugar. That's yeah, all it and is. it's like dark chocolate and ugh, no. Yeah, uh, actually, uh, if you're vegan, Oreos are acceptable. I found out. Really? Yeah, you can eat you can eat Oreos if you're vegan. My wife eats them all the time. Wow. Okay, I didn't think there was any animal parts in them. So well, no, like a lot of a lot of times in cookies, there are milk or eggs uh, in oh, the ingredients, right? That's and, right. Matt, which, I forget. I don't I know. I didn't think there was any animal parts. What you think? It's like a ham Oreo, <laughs> yeah. a ham and pineapple Oreo. Oreo cookies now without chicken hands. <laughs> well, I don't know how they make them. <laughs> Who knows anymore? It's like you don't know what's in a hot dog. Maybe you don't know what's in Oreos. Well, you don't question the hot Maybe dog. Maybe there's like hooves and it. snouts in them. I don't know. Okay, now you've gone too far. Another unpopular opinion, Um, not a big fan of the Indiana Jones franchise. How dare you? Boring. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you How is that that boring? The first one's fun for like the final 10 minutes of the movie. Uh, Then, uh, you know, 
let's let's move on. So it's funny because um, my old neighbor Morgan used to dress up as Indiana Jones, and I would dress up as Snow White, and he literally would tie me to the like the playset and like be the villain, and then he would try and rescue me, but he would leave me tied up, so it was almost like he wouldn't rescue me. And I'm like, you're not Indiana Jones. I'm gonna guess that, that guy puts pineapple on pizza. Yeah, sounds like a serial killer. Like a serial yeah. killer. <laughs> it sure does. We're back around to that I'm again. Glad you escaped. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. The first one, the first ten minutes when he's running away from the big ball, and then the last ten minutes when all the excitement happens. In the middle, could do with all without any of that. For real, so he, it could have been no, like ten minutes. Not any, not anything else. I mean, there are parts that are cool, but like get to those parts. Jeez, it's an iconic movie. I understand no. that. I get Movies. that, and it's okay if you like it. I'm just saying. I was. I'm just okay. kind of, I've well, that, seen them all, and I'm just like popular. I feel like Indiana Jones totally could have just been like a mini series. Like they could have cut out the middle <laughs> and just done like the beginning and the end, and then there you go, bam! Perfect, amazing mini series that everybody would have watched. Yeah, people were bored with it, so like, let's bring in a name. That's why Sean Connery ended up in the third one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe you could do the remake, Illinois Smith. Illinois can... Smith. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Get out. Yeah. Dad jokes. Dad jokes. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Hey, we're making Indiana Jones and calling it Illinois Smith. Yeah, and it could be all action. Whatever, you know. You go visit the Sears Tower. I'm sorry, Willis Tower. Feel free to share your unpopular opinions with us, your uh, hot takes, as we say, on our Facebook page at the X Rockford, Twitter, Instagram, or text us at eight one five eight seven four two one zero four. Rockford's own Rock Morning Show. It's a good show. This is a damn good show. The Morning X with Kev. Food news. Food news. We're gonna hear some food news. Food. Food news. News about a bunch of food. Food news. No, you'll just gonna see it. You'll notice how I didn't talk. Through your intro, but then I screwed you up the end. Then you did. That's right. That's fine. You'll get better. Lay off me. I'm starving. It's National Pretzel Day today, and uh, two big brands are offering some free hot pretzels today, Matt. Yeah? Probably the only two brands you can think of. Can you name two big pretzel brands? Um, Just the ones in the mall. Auntie M. And you're close. Wet- it's, it's Wetzel's an, Pretzels. Yes, it's not Auntie M, though. It's not? Not from, like, the Wizard of Oz. No! Oh, not <laughs> Auntie M. Well, whatever the one is, Auntie something. Annie Ann's pretzels. Annie Ann. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Annie Ann's offering one free original or cinnamon sugar pretzel today. You just have to download their app and sign up to be a Pretzel Perks Reward member. Yeah, because that's what I want. I would be a Pretzel Perks Reward member. It's exactly what I want to do. you got to be a part of something sometime, Matt. I'm not joining the Pretzel Club. No? No. Well, this might entice you then. What about Wetzel's pretzels? You can get a free one, no questions asked. You just have to show up after 3 p.m. Do we have? Which one is in the mall here? I don't know. At the at, at Cherryville Mall, I'm not even sure. There's got to be one. There though. is. Every mall has a pretzel place. I just they're different ones. And if they don't, they have somebody spraying pretzel flavored because it smells like it. In there. In yes. Uh huh. I think I want to say it's Auntie Anne's that we have here at Cherryville. Somebody let us know. Text us eight one five eight seven four two one zero four. We got to get down uh, on this. Three hundred sixty four days till the next pretzel day. <laughs> That's right. Where's Stanley today? It's his day. Burger King has been trying to get people to sign up for their free rewards club and drive business to their app, and now they're taking the free food route to make it happen as well. Uh, they're running this deal at Burger King where you can get free fries with any order once a week for the rest of the year. I like it. You can choose small, medium, or large, too. You just have to download their app and sign up for their frequent fryer program. <sighs> <laughs> did you see what they did? Ah! <laughs> 
It's actually a clever name for it. Frequent fryer. <laughs> Frequent fryer. Everything's got to be alliteration. Everything's got to be wordplay. Yeah. You got to do it by June 20th. Become a frequent fryer. <laughs> I will say, Burger King has stepped up their game. I like Burger King. They have great meals. I never disliked Burger King. Was I, there was there shade being thrown at Burger King? I, I don't know. I just feel like over the years, it's gotten really better than it used to be. I don't know. I just, it's good. It's always been good to me, which is why I'm overweight. You know the thing about Burger King, too? My mouth waters immediately when I drive by one. Like, as soon as I drive by. You see that sign? Uh, very recognizable. It's the smell. Too. It's the flame-broiled burger smell coming out of that place. Flame-broiled microwave burgers. No, it's on the grill. Haven't you seen the commercial? I've seen the commercial. That doesn't mean that's what they do back there. <laughs> I've never seen back there, so I don't know exactly what happens. Me neither. I know it's flame-broiled. You can't say it's flame-broiled and then not be flame-broiled. <laughs> Uh, McDonald's is uh, trying to get people to vote on which menu items from the past they should bring back. Yeah. Uh, the big one seems to be the McPizza. No. Do, do you Ugh. remember the McPizza? Yeah, it was gross. No. It was around in the 80s and 90s. It seems like uh, unlikely they'd bring that one back because it was gross. I but... love McDonald's, but you know what? Pizza, it's not your forte. Sorry. Uh, their BTS meal from last year. That's just like chicken nuggets. Yeah. Uh, the Korean boy band BTS uh, teamed up with McDonald's. It came with 10 McNuggets, medium fries, and a drink, and two special sauces, Cajun and sweet chili. So it's just the sauces that make the meal. Pretty much. So just bring back the sauces. Yeah. Are you playing a lot of uh, BTS over on your morning show at B103? There's like one song they, they, they're in with Coldplay. <laughs> Coldplay. <laughs> I don't. So I, I go to the bathroom during that song. Okay. Uh, all day breakfast. People want people wanted to bring all day breakfast back, and I agree. They stopped doing it during COVID. Now it just varies by location. Yeah, you know, they first they had that marketing campaign, all day breakfast at McDonald's, and then one day they just took it away from us like it was no big deal. Well, not only that, they had that big campaign, but then they were like, yeah, it's all day breakfast, but you can only order one thing, and it's the sausage McMuffin with no eggs. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I get that if you're working there, it's probably a pain to make them all day. Like, How about you work at a restaurant, make what I order? <laughs> I know, but it probably requires a special station where you have to, you know, with ingredients. Does it? Yeah. I mean, I know it's not easy to work in a restaurant. I've worked in restaurants before, but I don't know why you need a special fancy grill for breakfast. I mean, when I do get a peek back there at McDonald's, they're always opening up drawers and, like, taking out things. You ever notice that? You ever look back behind? Well, yeah. You got you those, like, bun drawers. Yeah, right? and, like, the food. I, I've seen them make a McMuffin before. They're, they're all pre-made. Yeah, so why a special station? I don't know. I think you're putting too high a premium on the breakfast sandwiches at McDonald's, well, I think. Well, bring back all day. I'm not against all day breakfast. You kidding me? I, can, <laughs> I would love an Egg McMuffin right now. So would I. So anybody wants to bring us one. <laughs> Sausage for me, please. <laughs> oh, now Matt's making special orders here. Yeah, well, I, w I could have said Mick Griddle, but no, I kept it on the but cheapest side. But make sure it's cooked on Matt's fancy breakfast grill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're going to bring us anything, if they, if they cook it on the Big Mac grill, Matt wants none of that crap. No, I don't. I don't want any, no, no lunchtime food touching my breakfast food. I don't want it. Prince Matt over here wants you to cook it his way, which is why he should just take his ass to Burger King. That's actually. right. I love Burger King. So food news. Why is Craig and smart mother The Morning X with Kev. I went to the eye doctor yesterday, Matt, which is crazy because I didn't know that Apple made doctors. Dad jokes, dad jokes. How long are you waiting to tell me that? Well, headlining this weekend at CG's Comedy Club, by the way. <laughs> you going to open with that? Oh, yeah. Right off the bat. <laughs> Just watch I'm, people get up and walk I'm gonna out. I'm going to do all my worst material so that I never get asked to do it again. Hey, that, see, now you're stealing from my act. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, you do that on purpose? Uh, sure, yeah, on purpose. Matt's my, the anti-comedian. My bad, my bad, my bad material is <laughs> totally on purpose. <laughs> I did go to the eye doctor, though. Turns yeah. out I can see. They do that chart where you have to like look at the you know the big letters and it gets smaller and smaller. Yeah, it's digital. It's digital now. Oh, it's digital, yeah, huh? Mm-hmm. It is. It's it was weird, but I have to perfect vision. Well, good. You're still, still, well into your forties. Good job, sir. I'm not into my forties yet. <laughs> I have not turned forty, so uh, it's time for nerd news. Nerd news. As we do every week, pop culture news that doesn't involve Kardashians or Kanyes. Sometimes it does. When you force it in there. Yeah. It's usually my fault. <laughs> Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness comes out a week from today, Matt. You ready for Doctor Strange 2? I am. The previews look amazing. Directed by Sam Raimi, who directed the original... Uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man movie with the Tobey Maguire there. That's exciting. I'm glad they're bringing him back into the Marvel uh, Universe there. Yeah, I mean, he belongs. Yeah. He's part of the family, as we say. I thought that first Spider-Man was really good. When it first came out, it blew my mind, that first Spider-Man they made. Yeah, it was great. It's still good. It's still good. Still go back and watch it. Willem Dafoe as the Green Goblin was amazing. Yeah, still good. And they brought him back in the new one, so... Yeah. There you go. Uh, by the way, the first Doctor Strange movie, I will go on record, one of the most boring Marvel movies they made. Really? I kind of liked it. I disliked it for the same reason I disliked Batman Begins. You didn't like him going to the the place to learn how like, to do it? What, so many damn rules to explain. So many like explanations of the magic. Oh, this, you go to in circles this way, and then you go in circles well, this way. Well, now we know how they do it. Yeah, but it, look, I didn't need half the movie to be that. Okay. Get to the part where we start kicking ass. Please. Get, this is a superhero get, movie. Get to the fighting part, okay? Yeah. Just start off kicking ass. Show me how he went from this to this, but do it faster. Okay. That's all I needed, you know? Didn't take long for them to do it with Spider-Man, you know? Like, let's get there. Okay. Well, I liked it. And I think this one's going to be great. I didn't dislike it. I just thought it was the most boring out of all of them. That's all. Uh... We now know the title. I know you're waiting for this. We know the title of the next Fast and Furious movie, Matt. Um, Fast and Furious, uh, one too many. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Woo! Is that what it's called? <laughs> what is it called? No, it is, uh, it's the 10th film. Right. So why don't you take a guess at what they're calling it? I don't know. Fast 10. No. No. See, they're not, they don't name their movies that way. No. They don't, they don't just name them. With numbers like normal people do. Yeah. They have clever, clever titles for their sequels. Vin Diesel's Last Chance. <laughs> I don't think it's that either. It's actually called Fast X. Oh, X. Yeah, because it's 10. Of course. They ripped off Jason, though, because Jason did Jason X. And the Super Bowl. Yeah. Fast X. You know, I am I am proud to say I haven't seen one of those movies, and I am never going to watch any of them. They I saw look the, stupid. I saw what I think was the third one, Tokyo Drift. Yeah, how was it? Like, I was watching it. I didn't know it was a Fast and Furious movie. Like, it was just on. And then okay. I found out that I had just watched a Fast and Furious movie. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. It was fine. Whatever. I'm sure they're, you know, exactly what you expect going in. You know, yeah. fast cars, sexy ladies. Right. Not much of a, a plot. Oh, speaking of sexy ladies in, in car movies, uh, Megan Fox... She's sexy. Uh, and, uh, you know, she's dating Machine Gun Kelly, or they're married or something. Yeah. Yeah, um, you know, there's some weird things you do in a relationship. There's some comforts you get with each other when you get into a relationship. You've been together a long time. Sometimes you're comfortable to poop with the door open or something with your partner. Do you poop with the door open? 
I don't. I'm not comfortable with that, but I will yeah. pee with the door open. Okay, well, that's different. Yeah. Uh, these two do something a little bit different. These two are a little more comfortable with each other than I think anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, take a guess at what they do together. Well, they, they come across to me as weirdos. So, and I know that they did some sort of seance or ritual or something. I thought I read somewhere they are into like rituals. So, it's pretty ritualistic. Something like satanic, probably. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing. They uh, have confirmed that, yes, they do, in fact, drink each other's blood. There we go. Yeah, yeah, see, that's what I thought I heard, yeah. Yeah, vampire stuff. Well, to each their own, I suppose. See, it was rumored, and Megan Fox confirmed it. She said they do it for uh, ritual purposes. It's just a few drops, but yes, we do consume each other's blood on occasion. Uh, the bloodshed okay. is controlled. Okay. <laughs> she says that Machine Gun Kelly is much more haphazard and chaotic, and he's willing to just cut his chest open with broken glass and be like, take my soul. Yeah, that guy is, I don't know. Do we play him here on the X? No, we don't, because you know why? Because he's not a rock musician. I don't <laughs> care how hard he tries. Oh, yeah, I've got a guitar. I hate when people tell me I should like him, and they, they then they yell at me because I, I don't. I shouldn't speak too soon, though, because you never know when he's going to have a, just a song that's like charting, and we have uh, no, to play it. No, we have it. to play it. Yeah. You know, I don't. I, I've listened to a few. They're not terrible songs, but I thought he was a rapper. And then remember, he did that diss track with Eminem, where like, right? He had this whole thing. That's how he got famous. Is that how like that he it was like, planned out? He would lose to Eminem in that rap battle and then turn into a pop punk guy. That's that was his plan, probably. Yeah. And then he came out with a song like an alternative song a couple <laughs> years ago that just sounded like he was trying to be the Ramones or something. I know people he was singing well, with like that fake punk rock accent. He's very polarizing. Either people love him or they hate him. I thought he was a good actor. I thought he was funny when he played Tommy Lee in the uh, the Dirt movie. I didn't see it. With the Motley Crue uh, biopic. Yeah, I mean, he's a, re- a more recognizable name now than he was five years ago. That's for sure. Like, people know him. Yeah, but he's a weird vampire. He's a weird vampire. With Didn't Megan Fox date that guy from now 2 and 0? Jason Priestley or something? I have no idea. She, she, was, she <laughs> was married to one of the cast members of 90210. Well, now she sucks blood out of Machine Gun Kelly for weird ritualistic sex reasons that I don't want to get into. I, I bet know. they have crazy wild. <laughs> they they uh, must. They must have crazy but sex. the cleanup. Yeah. But the cleanup, I mean, well, really, is it worth it? You can pay people for that. <laughs> you need, like, bleach. Yeah. It's not, not good. Not good. What is the weirdest thing you're into? 815-874-214. Going to bed afterwards. Send us a text. You do something weird, let us know. Oh, going to bed after, that's the weirdest thing? Yep. <laughs> Falling asleep, but 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 right away. Yeah. During, during the middle of it. During. Yeah. We fall asleep during. <laughs> that's how babies are made. Yep. Yo, that's Chisel. 104.9. I'm sure that this whole thing is just some practical joke. The Morning X with Kev. 104.9 The Morning X. I am Kev. Matt Hall is here. Good morning, Matt. Hey, good morning, sir. Yeah, it's Monday morning. And on Mondays, we'd like to cleanse your palate of all the sad, crappy news out there and give you a weekly dose of good news. You mean there's terrible news out there? Oh, yeah. I had noticed. I don't know if you knew this, Matt. There's some bad stuff going on right now. Yeah, I had noticed. So... To keep your mind off of that, at least for one segment, okay, we'd like to tell you some positive news stories that are happening around the country. Like this one. An influencer named Becca Moore got robbed at Coachella last month. Now, I know it sounds like good news that an influencer got robbed, but that's not <laughs> was, the story. I was like, that's not the good news? <laughs> that's not the story. She uh, tweet about it later? A random Uber driver named Raul Torres helped her track down her phone, and she paid him back by asking her 800,000 followers to donate to his family on GoFundMe. 
Good. Uh, uh, he's been Ubering to help cover his daughter's chemo, and his dad just passed away from cancer. And uh, her followers have already donated over $136,000. I like that story a lot, and, and that's a real nice story. He, see, he has to work nine jobs in Uber just so he can pay for his kids' chemo or whatever. Meanwhile, she goes on TikTok and's like, oh, my God, and makes a million dollars. And we, it makes me so upset. Yeah, we don't need health care reform. Yeah. Nah. Nah, why not, right? This poor guy out there. A one-eyed cat in Ugh. Scotland was missing for five years, and uh, they found it. On an oil platform way out at sea. How'd that happen? Perhaps the Loch Ness Monster. I, this I, took dude, I wish. This, I wish. <laughs> this took place in Scotland. Maybe he jumped on the back of the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> well, he would be in Scotland. He swam out to the oil barge. Maybe. They think he got there by sneaking onto a shipping container. Probably actually, is what is happened. How yeah. it actually happened, yeah. Uh, but they found him. So you well, go, great. You can go back to being a one-eyed cat. Somewhere in, in Scotland. Yeah. Uh, an 85-year-old woman tried to buy a $500 gift card from a Dollar General store in Iowa. Um, I don't know. The manager The manager realized that she had fallen for a phone scam. Oh. And uh, stopped it. Well, good. Yeah, because, I mean, the dollar store doesn't sell $500 gift cards. <laughs> Is that why? <laughs> yeah. You could buy literally almost the whole store for $500. You probably could. Although... Sometimes you walk into a dollar store and find out that some things cost $5. Actually, a lot of things in the store now are not a dollar, I have noticed, when I go in there. you got to stop buying those dollar store condoms. I'm telling you that. I know. I've been telling you that. I know. Well, tell that to my 17 illegitimate kids out there. (laughs) Uh, Is one of them named General? (laughs) General, yes. (laughs) Yes, in fact, they are. And a couple in Oklahoma <laughs> who met during the pandemic were flying to Las Vegas to get married last week, but ended up getting married on a Southwest flight instead. Cool. Uh, their original flight got canceled. They got another one, and a guy they met at the airport happened to be an ordained minister heading to Vegas to marry another couple. Uh, the flight attendants made streamers out of toilet paper. A professional photographer happened to be on board, too. Oh, how lucky. So, <laughs> I feel like, yeah, it's all coming together. Like, hmm. I don't know if I buy it. Ordained minister on his way to Vegas, about to get his big Elvis gig. Is that, is that the two? I was going to say, if you're marrying people in Vegas, you better be dressed like Elvis or Wayne Newton or right. something. Um, wow, would you do that? I mean, I'm an ordained minister. Are you? I could marry you right now if you just brought a girl. Did you have, did you just go and print it out online? Is that what you do? I went. I pay like 30 bucks online. Um got a certificate and i'm actually marrying somebody this september yeah i have to marry somebody too my friends want me to officiate their wedding i'm like you do know i i am not that's a bad idea (laughs) so you'll be fine what do you do like okay what you gotta do is you gotta meet with them and sit down and work on the script of the ceremony (sighs) together and you put together a thing and you get you get to read Okay. That's the good part about it, is that you, you don't have to memorize anything. You get to read off the paper. Okay. And uh, damn somebody to an eternity of being married. <laughs> so I, I got to watch out for my jokes. Do you take... <laughs> Actually, the people I'm marrying uh, this man. hired me because they knew I'd put in jokes. Oh, really? Yeah. They, they'd seen me do comedy. They know me. They're my wife's best friend. Okay. Uh, and they're like, you know, we want you, and, and you can make it funny. So I'm like, okay, well, we'll see how ours go. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, I can't believe we're both doing that. I know. I, t- I said no. I originally said no, and they're like, "Come on, you gotta be, a- you gotta officiate the wedding." So now I gotta figure. Are you out. ordained yet? No. Oh man, we gotta we gotta start on the air. We we'll we'll put this out there. Me and Matt will marry you together. We'll tag team your wedding. 
<laughs> me and Matt uh, will tag team your wedding ceremony. I think you want to use a better choice of words there, but sure. <laughs> I think I do. <laughs> you guys are gross and lame. 104.9. Like it or not, you and your friends are a part of it now. The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. Just Cap Tuesday morning on the 3rd of May, which I found out is Paranormal Day. Ooh. National yep. Paranormal Day today. That's right up your alley. Yeah. Aren't you a ghost person? I am a ghost person. As a matter of fact, I died 150 years ago. I knew it. I yeah. knew it. I've been a ghost this whole time. <laughs> I'm Bruce Willis. Well, then I guess I'm the kid because I can see ghosts. I can see dead people. That's then. right. You're that weird Forrest Gump son kid. Yeah, he was in Forrest Gump. He was. He was H- little Forrest. Haley Joel Osment. That's the name I was looking for. <laughs> yep. <laughs> He's, you know what? It's crazy. He was in, I believe, Entourage or something as like a bad guy all grown up. And it was really crazy to see. You see him in things every now and then. Yeah. You're like, oh, holy crap. You're like, is that him? That's him. (laughs) Because like many of us, he got heavy when he got in his 30s. He sure did. Hello, Mr. Gump. That's all I I see him saying. What are you watching? (laughs) Can I watch with you? (laughs) Uh, Three in four Americans believe at least one paranormal thing, whether we're talking about aliens or ghosts or psychic abilities, things like that. Uh, And 5% basically think all of them are real. Where do you stand? You're acting like you've never talked to me before. You know exactly where I stand. My listeners may not know. Oh, okay. You know, people are listening to the show. Well, I'm 100% on board with aliens. You know that. Sure. Like, I am way out there when it comes to that sort of stuff. Ghosts, I do believe in paranormal activity. I've never seen it personally, but I, I don't write it off when people tell me. 52% think places can be haunted by ghosts or spirits. Yeah, around, around for sure. One in four say they lived in a haunted house before. I haven't, but... You can feel, sometimes you can feel a present. I went to, uh, what's that place here in Rockford that's haunted? Uh, Tinker Swiss Cottage. Yes, Tinker Swiss. And when you walk in there, you can feel an energy. I'm pretty sure I heard the Coronado is haunted as well. That feels creepy in there, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah I lived in uh, Lansing, Illinois growing up, and at, at my house in Lansing, um, I'm not going to say how because it's kind of gruesome, but somebody died in there. Oh. Um. Like, in your, in your I, house? Yes, and I know that for a fact because it was a relative. Uh, it was before we lived there, though. Oh, okay. Um, they died in a not good way. Uh, but let's just uh, let's just say this. Uh, I was in my bedroom with my friend when I was a kid. Uh, when I say kid, I mean like late high school, you know, like 16, 17 years old. Your lady friend? No, no. Okay. A buddy of mine. Okay. Um, Dane is his name. And we're sitting there, we're hanging out, and all of a sudden he goes, Ah, oh, what the hell? And he turns around. He had some. He had a puddle of spit on his back. He all of a sudden got spit on by nothing. That's creepy. Yeah, and I saw it. I saw that it looked like a, just a pond of saliva on the back of his shirt. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So something something was going on there. That kind of stuff creeps me out. Uh huh. Big time. Yeah. It's uh, you have to believe. I know, because... So you saw it. You saw it. It wasn't your spit by accident? Like, there was no... No, there was no... I was in front of him. I was face-to-face with him. I could not have spit on his back. And there wasn't a second spitter? No. There was no no second spitter on the grassy knoll. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So that's one of the weirdest things. Um, 55% think a full moon makes us behave in weird ways. I think it does. When the full moon's out, all the weirdos... Definitely affects dogs. Does it? I've heard scientifically, the full moon with the tides and the gravitational pull... uh, Changes the way your bacteria behaves. Okay. Like the bacteria that makes up your body. Like you're, you know, there's always bacteria. Yes, right? everywhere. And yes, yeah, so the gravitational pull agitates some of the bacteria, which makes dogs act weird. Uh, so your dog goes extra psycho oh, on yeah. a full moon? Oh, sure. 
What about psychic abilities, Matt? Do you believe people have psychic abilities? Yeah, kind of. I do, and I don't. I don't know. Someti sometimes when you get like a fortune teller, or a fortune teller, a, a psychic, you think they're full of it, but I don't know. Let's do a psychic reading right now. Oh, okay. I could read Matt. All right, we'll do a psychic reading right now. Okay, we're going to go back. Um, Matt Hall, you're what, 42 years old? 41? Yes. Uh huh. Okay. Um, I'm getting a C or an M name from your life. I know your name is Matt, but it's not right. counting you. Uh, like a Christopher. You know who my co-host is. Or, uh, oh, Chelsea, right, right. So I got, I've got to see. Chelsea C Meyer. Oh, CM. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, so maybe that's what I'm picking up. Uh-huh. But I'm picking up another M. Hmm, I don't know. Like a Mike, Ma Michael. Michael, Michael Jordan. Oh, right, he's a Michael Jordan fan. See, I'm onto something here. <laughs> See, you're you're full of crap. You're just saying things. It's not Michael. No, I'm getting another reading. Microwave. You are going to eat something that you cooked in the microwave in the next week or so. Oh, my God. How did you know? I'm very good at this. You're freaking me out, man. Did you ever have an accident involving water? Um, Like, I pee in the shower sometimes. See? I got the gift. You do. I think I got the gift. <laughs> you do. <laughs> if you'd like a psychic reading from me, call right now. 815-874-2104. You do have I the want, gift. I want to read your, your palm over the air. Okay. <laughs> Unless you haven't washed it yet, then keep your dirty palms away from me. We found a moldy breakfast sandwich behind the desk. And you know what? F*** it. We're going to eat it. We'll be right back. Or we'll be at the hospital. Either way, the Morning X will return. Somehow. I've got you under my skin. I've got you deep in the heart of me. It's 104.9, The Morning X, and so believe it or not, the voice you were hearing singing that Frank Sinatra song is uh, the one and only guitar master, Mark Tremonti. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's uh, it's a pleasure to have one of the goats on always. So uh, we're uh, we're glad you took some time out to talk to us today. Tremonti sings Sinatra. Talk about an unexpected project, man. That's uh, that's really cool and uh, really impressive, actually. Well, thank you. You know, about three years ago, I um, became obsessed with singing like Frank Sinatra. Just just like as a kid, wanting to play guitar like other players, I, I heard him sing. And over the years, I'd always kind of sing along to Christmas songs and whatnot. But I was like, you know, what? I'm really going to take my time to learn and and. Uh, about two years into it, I didn't know what I was going to do with it. And then we got the diagnosis that my daughter had Down syndrome. So I was like, you know what? This was for a reason. Uh, my obsession had its purpose. So now I have my new purpose, which is you know uh, helping those with Down syndrome and raising money and awareness. And uh, take a chance for charity. This is something that you started. Is that right? Yes. Yes. And it's an organization that's going to challenge other artists or athletes or actors or radio personalities to sure. do, do a project that nobody would see coming to raise money for charity. So uh, if Stephen King were to write like a bodice ripper romance novel, for example. Exactly. Uh, or if, if Stephen King were to uh, sing a song, you know, or, or dance a dance or do a magic show, something that nobody would ever see coming. Sure. Emmett Smith on Dancing with the Stars, that kind exactly. of thing. Exactly. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so that's great. That's, that's, a, that's a really cool idea. You got any other artists jumping on board so far? Anybody yeah. uh, chiming in saying they want to do it? I've got a bunch of uh, folks like uh, Larry the Cable Guy is my good buddy, and uh, he wants to do a project. Um, Chris Daughtry, The Edge, The Wrestler, um, Steve Stevens, Lone Star, The Country Band, uh, Blackstone Cherry, Fuel, all, all kinds of people are coming to the table. So That's great. I can't wait to hear Larry the Cable Guy's uh, hip-hop 
uh, gangster rap album or whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. So the uh, your your um, charity that you're helping out with your project, uh, the National Down Syndrome Society. Tell me a little bit about that. So that's the biggest organization in the states to help folks with Down syndrome or families with somebody with Down syndrome. It's uh, there's a lot that goes into um, you know having a child with Down syndrome. There's a lot of different hurdles that that uh, you wouldn't face otherwise. You know, there's right. issues with speech and uh, physical therapies and occupational therapies. My, my daughter had open heart surgery, so there's a lot of heart conditions. Uh, good news is that it's a very common surgery. Bad news is it's a very expensive, you know, it's, you need to have the proper insurance. You need to make sure, sure. that people are, are uh, able to do this. So I want to make sure that everybody's given the opportunities to see their, their mem family members thrive and, and get through uh, any kind of hurdles that that people without Down syndrome might not have. And uh, what better way uh, to reach out and help than by doing something you're good at, doing something you, that you love doing. You go and uh, you sing something like Frank Sinatra, uh, you put the guitar down mm -hmm. to do this. Um, so how, how was that for you to do a whole project where you don't even pluck a note? That was awesome. You know, I was so used to it. Three years straight of singing in the car and singing, uh, the most practice I got was taking my son to soccer practice. Sometimes he'd have three hour practices because he was on two teams and I would drive for 45 minutes to the field singing, practice the whole time while he's practicing, <laughs> sing on the way home. So I never had a guitar in my hands to begin with. It was just, right. I, I was, I was just trying to, uh, focused mainly just on on singing and not not the musicality of, of the project you uh i saw some of the video that you took uh some of the videos that you've released so far and uh do you like do you read sheet music i do not i read tablature just like most guitar players sure. but sheet music was <laughs> right. not something necessary for you know you're, you're not if you asked uh rock musicians in the world how many read sheet music i bet you it's one in a hundred very few. Yeah. <laughs> Very few. So you got a, a group of guys that were actually Frank Sinatra's band to record this album with you. Yeah. You know, when I told my manager I wanted to do this project, he said, you know, my guitar teacher growing up was Dan McIntyre who toured with Frank Sinatra. So he set okay. up a lunch meeting with Mike Smith, who was Frank Sinatra's band leader and, and Dan. And uh, they they said, you know, can your boy sing? And my manager, not having ever heard me sing a note of Frank Sinatra's music, believed in me. He was like, yeah, of course he can. <laughs> so, so we set up the first recording session. And then the big challenge was to get the approvals from the Frank Sinatra estate. Uh, and they do not give that out other than to a handful of folks, you know, like Michael Buble and Tony Bennett. So right. to get it was a huge, huge honor. And um you know, it's uh, it was it was a huge mountain to climb, but we finally got there. Tremonti Singh Sinatra comes out on May 27th. Mark and I actually talked for a good time longer than that, and there's video of the conversation. You'll be able to watch that on our Facebook page at the X Rockford later, and we'll get it up on the website at thexrockford.com as well. So deep in my heart. 104.9. We're going to show this world a thing or two. The Morning X with Kev. 104.9 The Morning X at 8.45. And we are on again with Jamie from Noah's Ark Animal Sanctuary. Hi. Hello. <laughs> and uh, who is this chunker? I brought another large, large cat. Um, I brought Harley. Harley is eight years old. He is an all four D claw. He is a blue and white domestic short hair. Uh, very handsome. Very lovey-dovey. Uh, he had to get locked back up because... I haven't learned my lesson yet that cats are very naughty when I bring them to the studio and they go climb underneath the desks and stuff. Yeah, and then they, they do get... like to explore more than the dogs do. Well, he bit. did the same thing that cat did two weeks ago that I brought in. Yeah. We had to get him out of the hole in here. Well, yeah. He hold himself up under mat and that was 
it's hard. It's really hard getting a large cat out without tangling up cords. Yeah, it's kind of hard to to describe. But in our studio here at the X, the the studio tables or the studio desks, they kind of come apart. You can pull it out if you need to get under. And uh, this cat somehow found its way a couple of weeks ago. Like under where all the cords are. Yeah, the and best so part. Jamie and I are like pulling out furniture to uh, dig this cat out. So this one was trying to do the same thing. Yeah, he down did. The it. Hall. He got under Matt's desk and, oops, we got him out. It wasn't as uh, much of a struggle, but yeah. Did you pick the name Harley? No, I want to say that was the name he got when he was surrendered to us originally. I don't. He was surrendered to us and adopted out several months ago, and then re- just returned recently. You ride motorcycles, don't you? Yeah. Okay, so I've, I thought maybe that maybe you picked the name. Yeah. But, no. uh, this is a Harley. This is definitely a touring Harley. Yes, yeah, this, this is a touring. <laughs> this a is big, the long haul. Big boy. You want to yeah. be comfy while you're going the, the stretch. <laughs> yeah, because he, he's he's another. He's almost another almost twenty pound cat. So he is on a diet. He's got to lose a little bit of weight. We're going to reassess once he's lost like four or five pounds and see like where we'd like him to be. Um, yeah, so he needs to stay on a diet for a little while till he's a healthy weight. He might be able to eventually transition, but it kind of depends on how his weight loss journey goes. Sure. And he's he's seems calm in his carrier oh, yeah. here. No, he's and he's, I mean, if you want right to get him out, feel free to hold him. He, he'll make biscuits on your arm. Biscuits. <laughs> biscuits. So, oh, the, the biscuit. Yeah, the biscuit factory's open. Yeah, my mom's cat used to do that on my belly, like, every day. Oh, my God. I, that's what I woke, my one cat woke me up this morning before my alarm went off. Just aggressive biscuits <laughs> on. And I just trimmed his nails when I got home last night because he is so... He just digs in with those sure. daggers, and he doesn't do anything else with his nails, but it's just the biscuits. But yeah, so he, he Harley is a biscuit maker. He likes other cats. He does fine with kids as long as they're you know respectful. Like he's not like grumpy or anything, and just normal sure. cat stuff. They can you can give him a good tap and <laughs> pat him on his butt, and he's fine. Um, and I would think in like a, a friendly dog would also not really be an issue for him to acclimate to. I, forgive me if you said this already. He's fully declawed? Yeah, he has all four paws, okay. all the nails removed. Well, it's the first digit, but yeah. Definitely he'll need to be an indoor cat then. Yes, no, and sure. you need to be vigilant that he never like tries to sneak out. He's not much, he's pretty, I mean, like even trying to get him out of the his kennel at the Ark to bring him down here, I had to like get up on the shelf and like hoist him up. He doesn't, he's not <laughs> much of a darter, but just uh, you want to be vigilant, especially with a cat like that, because they're at a higher risk that if something, if they got out, they have no way to get up away from anything. And we have enough coyotes, foxes and sure. birds of prey in the area that a bird might have a hard time with them, but they could still, you know, I constantly am seeing hawks hovering mm-hmm. around here. Oh, especially constantly. over here. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They're, they're pretty heavy around here. So, uh, yeah, but this, uh, this cat's awesome. Yeah. I, Harley rules. He's again, very affectionate. You get, once he's comfy, he'll like lay on the ground and like roll around uh-huh. for you. And like <laughs> he, and he, he does like to be held. It's kind of hard to hold him for a long time unless you got like some big old buys and tries, you know, sure. <laughs> weight lifting. You need to do some curls. Oh, it'd yeah. be great for help with that. Yeah, you'll end up with that, uh, they call that mom strength, right? From yeah. From holding the baby. He feels like you're holding the baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah, big boy. Yeah, but he's awesome. I'll post a picture on our Facebook page at the X Rockford. But if you want to get started uh, adopting Harley, what do you do? Yeah, you can just either you can either stop down to uh, the ARC at 111 North 1st Street and give us a call at 815-962-2767 if you got any questions. Um, and feel free to come down and take a peek at him. We open up at 10 or kennels open until 430. And we have a lot of cats right now. We have a ton of dogs that are, I believe, becoming available today. I just got back from like 11 days of being off. So like I didn't bring a dog because I don't know them. Um, so I didn't want to bring 
somebody and I don't know anything about them. But by the way, your your sub uh, was Nicole. In it? Yeah, yeah, she was great. Nicole's a freaking hoot. That's what Matt said too. Yeah, she can come back anytime. Okay, yeah. I'll let her know. She'll probably be really happy about that. Yeah, yeah, she was she was very pleasant and good on the radio. We, good. We, we like that when you're good on the air when you actually can talk. Some some guests get really shy, but you guys says uh, none of you ever have been. So good. that's great. I like to hear that. Um, yeah, so we'll have you back uh, next week. Meet another adoptable furry yeah, hopefully friend. Bring one of the big fluffy dogs or something. We got some cute ones. Uh, yeah, Nicole was saying something that you're expecting a, a lot of dogs. We yeah. We helped another rescue out there. It's kind of, it's really sad. It was really sad. Like, they're all so sweet, but one's got three legs. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Two of them have, I mean, no teeth. It looks like somebody took a nail file and just filed them flat to their gums. You can see every (sighs) ring in the tooth. Um, And it's a, the one's a pregnant mom, or not a pregnant, a nursing mom, and she's a purebred German Shepherd. And, like, teeth filed down to the gums. Like, it's so sad. And they're just emaciated. And, I mean, they all came came from, they were owner surrender at that other rescue. And it's just bad. But, yeah, no, we got a lot of puppies. (laughs) My favorite. NoZargAnimals.org. You can find them on Facebook as well. I'll post a link with this picture of Harley. Yeah. uh, On our Facebook page. Come get this fat cat. Yeah, come get this big boy. Thank you. Thanks. You're so stupid. 104.9. I've forgotten. How to talk. You're listening to the Morning X with Kev. I'm excited to have on the phone uh, somebody who I think is going to become a huge name in the world of rock guitar, Jared James Nichols. What's up, man? Hey, brother. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, and we're really excited to see you tonight out there at the Apollo Theater in Belvedere. You're on tour right now uh, with Nita Strauss and Black Label Society. How's that been? Oh, it's been incredible. It's, a, it's like a crazy Guitar Hero triple bill. Sure. I'm having the time of my life. Awesome. <laughs> Do those guys uh, ever make you want to up your game at all? Like, you, you, I mean, I know you're really good, but like, you ever like see Nita on stage and go, "Damn, I need to practice." Oh yeah, no, it's <laughs> hilarious. All three of us. I mean, we're all really great friends, so every night I feel like we push each other. Sure. And I, I, I get the the really fun part because I kick it off, so I can kind of set the bar. And I know Zach will text me after the show, and he'll be like, "Great set," or Nita will be like, "Oh man." <laughs> so we, we always push each other, and and it's it's awesome. It's it's just like super fun, man. You're a good person to open the show. You're a good person to have to follow. You know what I mean? Because you, <laughs> yeah, you do set the tone. You do. Uh, you you have some uh, great performance energy, and uh, you know you just you got your own sound, and you do it without a whole lot of pedals. Is that right? It's true. Uh, I only use like two pedals, and basically just to make it louder. And I don't even use a guitar pick. I'm pretty <laughs> primal when it comes to playing. Right, and to, to get the sound that you get just by finger picking uh, is pretty—it's pretty insane. Do you? I mean, do you have long fingernails or anything like that, or you just use your fingertips? No, no, I just use the fingertips. Every time I tried with the fingernails, I, this is disgusting. I would literally rip them off because I play so intense. Sure. So I was just like, man, I will just use the fingertips. But the whole reason being, I'm a lefty that plays a righty, so I could never get along with the pick. So for me. It just made more sense, and it was way more comfortable. So you're, you're a left-handed person playing guitar right-handed. Uh, I guess the question I want to ask is, like, why not? Why did you learn right-handed? Uh, or did you not know you were prominently left-handed when you started? <laughs> How did that work out? No, so, so this is funny. You know, I grew up in East Troy, Wisconsin, so I'm close to Rockford. Oh, great. And uh, my first uh, guitar teacher, he goes, hey, man, if you're going to play guitar and I'm going to teach you, I don't want to, like, have to look upside down. I just need you to flip it. And I was like, I was, a little, I was a kid. I was 15. I was like, oh, yeah, whatever whatever makes sense. So once I started to play, it kind of, I think what it did, though, is it gave me a, a little bit of a different angle because I was, I was kind of approaching it a little different and uh, hence the no pick thing. So years later, I was thinking to myself, 
why didn't I play lefty? <laughs> but I guess I guess I just I'm a righty. <laughs> well, the thing about the guitar, it is a two-handed instrument. You know, it, it's not like there is such a thing as a left-handed guitar. Every, you're using both hands in different ways. Totally. For sure. And as a finger picker, you're a fan of Robbie Krieger of the Doors. Oh, I love Robbie. I love Robbie. Of course. When I thought of a, a rock guitarist playing with primarily finger-picking, I thought of Robbie right away, and especially you, because the Doors were heavily blues-influenced, and you are too, right? Oh, for sure. Robbie Krieger, uh, Jeff Beck, even Mark Knopfler from Dire Straits, all those guys I looked up to because they were all kind of finger-pickers. Sure. And uh, they came up with their own sound, and, and I love that. So what's a style that you don't play on stage that you like to mess around with off stage? Uh, like old-school country, because <laughs> it's all that chicken-picking and sure. all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, I love that. I love to mess around with even like a little bit. I dip my toe in like a little bit of jazz, but <laughs> I'm a rock and roller blues guy at heart. So when it comes to like my playing and the music that I create, it really, it leans heavily into that heavy blues rock. Uh, well, man, we're excited for you. We're excited for uh, Hardwired, your new single. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes. So Hardwired, I feel like it's my benchmark, man. I feel like this is the tune that's going to kick off. I have a record coming out in September. We released this song along with the tour. And I feel like it's just that perfect kind of pace to, uh, to get people that have never heard of me, they've heard of me. This is this is like that benchmark song that kind of gives them that sonic element that I bring to the table. Well, they literally told us we're not allowed to, to show it to anybody yet, so are we going to hear it tonight at the show? Absolutely. I'm kicking off the show with Hardwired. That's how much I love this song. Awesome. We're, we're very much looking forward to seeing you tonight. The Apollo Theater, of course. Uh, Jared James Nichols kicking it off. Nita Strauss and Zach Wilde with Black Label Society. It's going to be a killer show, and we uh, can't wait to see you out there, man. Thank you, Kev. I appreciate it, man. Hideous. Honestly, sorry, everything. Hideous. 104.9. I should have known this was going to be some bullshit. The Morning X with Kev. Black Label Society at the Apollo Theater playing with Nita Strauss and Jared James Nichols on the phone right now. Guitar legend Zach Wilde of Black Label Society. Hey, Zach. Oh, my. Oh, Kev, what are you doing, buddy? <laughs> I see that's how I introduce myself to the wife every time I enter the bedroom. So I, would, I consider it the Black Label Octagon of Love. I like anyway, that. So what, what's going on, man? <laughs> uh, not too much. You doing anything good today? Um, yes, I'm just uh, pounding down some Valhalla uh, job. I'm having some Odin Force right now to get the day started. You drinking that? And then I'm gonna work on my teagles and the rest of my, you know, <laughs> my exercises for the big, you know, rock show. You drinking that Death Wish coffee? All the time. I drink my Valhalla job every day. At least, you know, maybe I don't know three to five gallons. I can't stop. I can't stop like vacuuming, mowing the lawn, cleaning the dog run about eight times. Yeah, it's just, it, but everything <laughs> does get done. You got that energy for tonight's show. I like that. Uh, playing with Nita Strauss. I haven't slept in three months, but I'll be fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> You're playing with, playing with Nita Strauss tonight and uh, Jared James Nichols. We actually had Jared on uh, about an hour ago, and uh, he's real excited to be playing with you, man. And uh, Yeah, Jared, Jared's amazing. Yeah, we, we had him out uh, when we did Book of Shadows 2 on, I guess, in 2016, and he's still been... Uh, he's been like you said. He hasn't slept in. He hasn't slept in four years. He, he hasn't stopped working. And he's got the work ethic of doom over there. So, yeah, Nita's amazing as well, and and the whole crew. Like we all know each other, so it's it's great. Everybody's rolling together. Yeah, and it's cool because you guys are all uh, kind of uh, virtuosos in your own way. You know, you're all a little bit different, uh, and you all kind of kick ass a little bit on the guitar there. No, it's it's great. I mean, and like you said, we've all known each other for a bunch of years, so it's it's just a whole bunch of friends rolling together. So it's great. Man, it's uh, it's cool to be talking to you. I used to look at you and your uh, in your your guitars in Guitar One magazine, uh, you know, in Musicians Friend catalog. I used to see these things, the the you know the the bullseye guitar. 
uh, kind of remind me of the penguin when he'd like spin his umbrella and hypnotize people, man. Those are. Yes, exactly. That's what I do with the wife as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you nabbed her, huh? Without a doubt. She still has no idea she's married to me and we have four kids. She's like, I have no idea how they even got here, you know? <laughs> you just, you designed those guitars yourself? Yeah, totally, man. That's cool. You're hooked up with you know, the... Yeah, so I, I love it. You know, and then obviously having my own company. I mean, the thing is being with Gibson all those years, I just feel like family to me. So, I mean, I always be part of who I am. But, I mean, it's just, uh, no, it's fun doing, owning your own thing. I mean, it's not for everybody, but, I mean, I, I love doing it all. You know, so it's, it's fun, man. So what do you what do you do off stage? You know, I know you have a podcast uh, with, with Mongoose there, the Wild Goose podcast. Where can we listen to that? Um, I mean, besides besides the the Wild Goose podcast, you know, obviously working on my Kegel exercises and everything <laughs> like that. Sort of, you know, hitting the iron, and then um, just with the band. I mean, you know, I've always whenever any anybody asks me any advice, you know, for their their son or their daughter, they're like, yeah, my kids, you know, going to be doing music or whatever. It's just like make the band. Make that your job. So all day, like, let's, let's say me and you own the Yankees. Sure. The whole thing, the job never stops. Whether it's the off season, the regular season, whether it's the playoffs, whether it's the World Series, whatever, it never stops. Me and you are always talking about not only how to upgrade the team, how to make the team better, how to, how to fix people's contracts, how to make, you know, free agent drafts, some kid in high school that's going to be the next Nolan Ryan, me and you are going out to see. And then, I mean, I'm just saying – down to the parking, down to me and you adding hotels to the stadium, me, the restaurants that are in the stadium. We're putting a bowling alley in the stadium, and I mean, you know, I mean, I'm just saying, sure, it never, it never ends. Whenever me and you like are having a cup of Odin for us in the morning, we're just thinking about other things we can do. So it's not just the team; it's it's the whole thing. So I mean, it's just like, what better job could you possibly have? You know, because I always tell kids, I go, that's what you want to do is music, right? Yeah. I mean, like Jimmy Jimmy Page to this day, every day he wakes up, his life is Led Zeppelin. So be Jimmy Page. If you love what you do every day when you wake up, then then you're winning. I mean, it's, it really is the truth. It's a business, man. You got to work at it. Well, you know, make the band your mom and pop shop. There you go. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you'll have every day you'll love getting up, going to do it. We're on with Zach Wilde of Black Label Society. You know, you you got to dress for the job you want, too. So I guess my question is, are we going to see the kilt tonight at the Apollo Theater? Um, well, yeah. I, you know, that's why. Otherwise, I can't say it's like kilt to get in, you know, <laughs> with the Belvedere chapter. You know what I mean? So, yeah. <laughs> totally. It's going to be a kilt to get in fest, for sure. <laughs> you say you hang, with, uh, you hang with Nita and Jared a lot. You guys, you guys ever just, like, jam together backstage, you know, get out some guitars and play together? Yeah, I mean. I've done like uh, one of the rock and roll fantasy camps, which were always great. So I, you know, did one of those with uh, Nita. That, I mean, that was awesome. And then, uh, yeah, Jared, totally. Jared, Jared's come up to you know the compound, you know, come up to the house several times and stuff like that. So and I text Jared probably almost every day. So that's the beautiful thing about guitar. You could have Angus Young. Ingve, Eddie Van Halen, and Randy Rhodes playing the same three chords, and they're all going to sound different. I mean, it really is amazing. Yeah, everyone's got a however, everyone's however, got a different yeah, way of fretting that thing. Approach to it, and yeah, and and the, your touch and everybody's personalities are in your playing. I mean, that's what's the, the, the beautiful thing about the guitar. Before we go, uh, any any words of wisdom? Yes, Father Kev, I'll make sure that my kilt is ironed before I hit the stage tomorrow. <laughs> you know, tonight for the show. <laughs> So there you go. That's right. That's that's a businessman right there. I like that. <laughs>
All right, Zach Wild, we'll see you tonight at the show. All right, my brother, Father Kev, great talking to you, buddy. Rockford's own Rock Morning Show. Yeah! It's a good show. This is a damn good show. The Morning X with Kev. 104.9 The Morning X. It is Friday morning. Hey, Matt. Hi, Kevin. You want to find out what's going on in the world of science? I would like to, yeah. And now, science shit. Got to go over there and see what the nerds in Nerdville are figuring out for us while we sit here on our asses and do nothing to change society. It's true. We do offer nothing to the world. You know, they do say that as as media people, radio people, we do provide a service to the community, but that's kind of bull, right? Kind of, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we really just talk a bunch of crap. Yeah. I mean, if we give you a little bit of entertainment on the way to work, then I feel like I've done my job. But, but we're not changing the world. Right. Not, not today, anyway. <laughs> uh, we'll start with insect news. A study found that bees can learn the difference between even and odd numbers. Really? Which means the bees are getting smarter, which means we're all going down. I know you're deathly afraid of bees. Oh, no, they're coming for us. You think the bees are coming? Oh, yeah. Wasps, hornets, uh, you know, the, the cicada killers that get like two inches yeah, long. Yeah, those are terrible. Yeah, forget that. Uh, they're coming after us. Now they can count. <sighs> Man. Now they can count. The animals are eventually going to rise up. I don't know when, but it's happening. They're going to kick our asses. Robots and bees and animals, it's all going to, one day, it's all going to turn. The world is going to be ruled. You realize the, the, the species that rule the world are getting smarter as history, go, or, or I'm sorry, smaller as history goes by, right? Because it was dinosaurs. dinosaurs. And then now it's humans. Mm-hmm. Next is insects. They're going to take us out, man. Okay, well. Eventually the insects are going to be digging up human bones and putting them in museums. Look at how huge this thing is. <laughs> like, like a praying mantis with his family <laughs> looking at us. Look yeah, at right. this guy. <laughs> uh, in in uh, health news, genetic researchers think they found the specific mutation behind lupus, which could lead to better treatments for lupus, which is good. Awesome. Uh, a lot of people suffering from that. A uh, team at the University of Illinois think that doing a factory reset of your brain could cure alcoholics and people with anxiety. I don't know how they would do that. I wish there was like an on-off switch we had where you could press it and just kind of re- reset. You call your therapist, yeah, I'm uh, having some anxiety. Uh, okay, did you try turning it on and turning it off again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if there's a little button in the back of our neck or something, you could just hold in for 10 seconds. Yeah, right. And then you, you release it. <sighs> okay, get a pen, put it through the little <laughs> hole yeah. for the reset button. Yeah, where's the little hole? I mean, we have s- several little holes, but... Doing brain IT tech support. I mean, I've stuck a pen places it didn't work. <laughs> I don't want to know where you're yep. sticking pens. Yep. Uh, the whole state of California <laughs> ran almost entirely on renewable energy for about two minutes last weekend. Wow, they're really getting up there. Two minutes. Okay, well, what, what does that mean, though? I think it means they didn't use any electricity. They used solar, wind, uh, etc. It's all renewable energy. Okay, great. I guess that's a record in the U.S. for like the longest amount of time any place. The whole state, like yes. all of a sudden, they just switch everything off and, and switch it to that yeah. somehow? I think that they're just in the testing phase, you know? How do you do that? Is there a sw- again, on-off switch where you're just like, okay, and renewable? <laughs> I know. Did everything get disrupted for a split second? How did that work? Yeah. All the rich people heating their pools out there in L.A.? Yeah. That state's just going to drop into the ocean anyway. Uh, so It was supposed to. When we were kids, they were like, California won't be there in 20 years, but yet here it is. Yeah. Well, they're always going to exaggerate a little bit. Yeah. Uh, let's go to space news. Today's National Space Day. It is. Yes. Yeah, so a company called Rocket Lab caught a falling rocket booster with a helicopter this week. No idea how they did that. Cool. Uh, that's like action movie stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, the first space hotel might be operational by 2025. You want to go sit? You, know, you want to go stay at a Motel Six in space? Uh, as long as the ice machine works. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would like to. Like, I believe of one day we'll take vacations to the moon. I've never taken a vacation to the moon, but I did take a floating dump in a Holiday Inn. 
Congratulations. Upper Decker? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, structures on Mars could be uh, built by using bricks made of astronaut urine. Okay. You know, they're going there in a couple years. Mars. Right. And so to build structures there, they might be able to like mix their urine with the dust there to form bricks. Cool. Pee houses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Your uh, house is made of pee. And well, so is yours. <laughs> And finally, NASA wants to get aliens' attention by beaming out naked drawings of human men and women. Okay. <laughs> so shoot porn into the into the space. We're at the send nudes phase. <laughs> Sending pics of getting uh, alien attention. No, R2, we're not, we're not going to regroup with the others. I need to find out where those tiggle biddies are coming from. <laughs> right. <laughs> What's this on my eye's space phone? Right. right. What's this picture? What's this strange <laughs> object, cylindrical object on my, pic- my phone? Oh, and that, my friends, is your <laughs> science stuff. And now those words you'd long for your whole life. I've got a head pork and egg. More on The Morning X. After this, 1049 the morning exit 8:08 on a Friday morning. Yes, it is Friday. One more day at work. One more day of of Bill from maintenance coming down and be like, "Hey, quit bugging me with all your problems." Bockety bock bock bock. One more day of that. One more day of Margaret in accounting. Like, hey, Donnie, told you that. One more day of that, and then we can have a weekend, right, Mike? IT, that's been our issue of the week. Anybody else have IT problems out there? You, are you saying you have problems with the IT guy, or you're just having IT just issues? Just IT issues. But, it, you know, and I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus, but I think there's a conspiracy in this <laughs> IT thing. I think they could have this whole thing fixed. They just don't just to jack with us. That's my that's my conspiracy theory. There's like, you know what? I could fix your internet problems, but I'm not going to. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fix it for today, but tomorrow you're going to come in, and it's going to be all screwed up. Now, again. wait, Mike. Have you tried turning it off and turning it back on again? Reboot. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That that's always my favorite. Unplug it, leave it for a couple seconds, plug it back in, then call us back. Count to ten. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I think I think every company in the history of technology has IT issues on a weekly, almost daily basis. How how do we not have this figured out? A world that runs on the internet. We don't have the internet figured out. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's gotten way better. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest about that. We, we definitely don't have the problems we used to have with the internet when it was, you know, DSL, uh, dial-up, you know, back now. now. Now I think we've got it mostly figured out, but it's like when it, something stops working, it's a crucial thing that we need. You know, like I was just going to say, as frustrating as it is when it goes out, it's equally as hilarious as like people are like, oh, what do I do now? <laughs> like, I, you know, it's like, what did we do before the Like, if I had to plan my show, it would be very difficult if I didn't have the Internet. I don't see any newspapers sitting right. here. Oh, yeah. And I recall back back way in the day. Newspaper <laughs> clippings, yes. <laughs> like, going through the newspaper, I'm going to plan my show. What's going on in the local section? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> little snippets and things like that. Sure. You get, you get People Magazine to get all the celebrity gossip, and that means, which means you're getting it late compared to how we get it now. Right. Immediately. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's a different world we live in now, but one more day of having to deal with that before we can have a weekend. And if you're one of the people who works on the weekend, uh, my heart goes out to you uh, because um, I do, too. And I know how that feels. Yep. And uh, so uh, my heart goes out to you as well. 
Um, but quit your bitching. We all got to make money. You know, <laughs> uh, Mike Peck's here from the Rockford Ice Hogs. We're going to talk playoff hockey. Playoffs! We're very excited. We'll talk to him. Yo, that's Chisel. 104.9. I'm sure that this whole thing is just some practical joke. The Morning X with Kev. 104.9, The Morning X. It is Kev. And, of course, it is Friday. And this time every Friday in studio. It is the anthem of Mike Peck from the Rockford Ice Hogs organization. The anthem. That's right. Your anthem. Pissing the night away. <laughs> That's right. Hey, what's going on, Mike? Welcome back. Oh, man. You know, it's it's playoff Friday. It's a beautiful day. Playoff Friday. You guys picked up the win in game one on Wednesday. Yes. Game yes. two tonight, right? The BMO. And this is, it's just a best of three series. So this first series could end Tonight. Ah, yes. Yes. Just sweep them. Yes. And that's what I'm hoping for, because selfishly, I would like to have tomorrow where I'm just running around crazy with kids' baseball and other activities. So Not have to worry about another playoff game tomorrow night? Yes. That that would be nice. But if we do have to have another playoff game tomorrow night, it's a winner-take-all. And, and that's, that's also... That's pretty a, pretty fun stuff. That's exciting hockey, yep. yeah. And uh, so is it also the BMO if it happens? It is. Yep, all three games because we're playing Texas the way that this series is set up. Uh, tonight, by the way, $2 beers. We are bringing back $2 beers tonight. Oh, yeah. Special <laughs> playoff edition $2 beers. That's the, the theme song for the Texas team. True story, actually. This is what they come out onto the ice to. <laughs> <laughs> Here they are, y'all Texas stars. Yeehaw! <laughs> Moseying on out to center ice. Oh man! Yeah. Well, uh, their uh, their mascot, by the way, is a raccoon. I think his nickname is Roadkill. I think. No, it isn't. It should be. <laughs> All right, now on the ice, Roadkill's going to be throwing out t-shirts with the <laughs> sleeves cut off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you gotta ba- you gotta bash the team you're up against, right? Yeah, you gotta. I mean, I mean, I mean, as the audience, we yell "sucks" every time they announce the players' names. So, I mean, if you've ever, ever been to a Hogs game, that's uh, one of the fun parts. There is yelling out "sucks" every time they announce a player's name. Yeah, we'll learn you if it's your first game tonight. Yeah, right. Uh, tickets on sale at the BMO Harris Bank Center box office right now. Uh, so when you do the playoffs at the BMO, I mean, do you have promotions going on, like things uh, that are uh, stadium uh, or specific? Yeah, it, you know, it's it's tough in the playoffs because there's very little runway to to the series, right? Like sure. last week, we knew our scenarios. It came down to basically Friday night uh-huh. after the Ice Hogs lost in Milwaukee on Friday. It was like, all right, we're playing Texas, so we had. What was it? Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday to promote Wednesday's game. So, you know, it's not like we can go out and get bobbleheads or something like that. (laughs) Sure. Uh, Now, we do know our schedule for the second round against the Chicago Wolves if we move on. uh, But obviously, we can't announce anything until our series is complete with, with Texas. And that's to say, hypothetically, we move on. Then we would play the winner. If we move on to play Chicago, the scenario would be Manitoba or Milwaukee. But then we have to figure out our schedule with, with both those two teams, and we have to wait for their series to end and our series to end. So it's not quite like the big leagues when they're like, here is the schedule for, you know, <laughs> right. like in the NBA right now, they probably have the conference finals schedule already made, you know, for the most part. And well, right, because the NBA is scripted anyway. Well, exactly. It's all fake. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know Vince McMahon runs the, the, uh, the NBA? That's not right. <laughs> 
That's not right. Actually, we had um, we had Madcap Moss out last last Saturday. Oh, yeah, WWE <laughs> superstar Madcap Moss, and uh, it was it was interesting talking to a wrestler, just like. Matter of factly, right? Yeah. Was he just like a dude? That, you know, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. And, and you know, that's just like you don't think of him that way. But it's like, oh yeah, that was at this spot once, and they dumped eggnog on me and hit me over there with a Christmas present. Here's the video. <laughs> it was like, what? What? What is going on here? You know, we always wonder, like, if they're if they're like that in real life. You know, like if they're really their wrestling character all the time. It'd be weird. You know, just like if Macho Man was at the. Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. Venti coffee, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, is you, you talk to them on the phone and they're, you know, they're they're down to earth. They're people just like us. Mick Foley. That dude's awesome. Yeah, one of the coolest guys I've ever met. He, yeah. he actually did a period of, of color a half a period of color commentating. <laughs> and uh <laughs> I, I think we talked talkie, but it was it was probably the most fun I've ever had on on a on a nice Lux broadcast. Yeah, so uh you know it, it's cool and, and of course uh, hockey or uh, wrestling at the BMO on May twenty first as well. Yes. Uh, but before any of that, playoff hockey tonight, game two. This could be it for this series tonight. Uh, we're we're going to have another great crowd. I don't know if we're going to sell out, but we're going to be north of 5,000 tickets out for, for tonight's game. And that's damn near. I mean, that's, you, might, you might as well sell out, you know? That's, yeah, it's going to be rocking in there. So it's, if you've never seen playoff hockey, it's the best hockey. Did you just belch? I, I think I just had a little bit of a, a little bit of acid. Yes. See now, now you're on a rock morning show. Now that now, I'm just trying to fit in here. Even the guest is belching into the microphone. I love that. No, you're you're, you're welcome here anytime. Yeah. Uh, you just, I, I'm learning from my eight year old who who just lets them fly like no no. It's like where did, where did that come from? I don't know if I've ever let one out successfully like that on the air. I've never been able to time it like that. So, yeah, uh, I was just like oh. Oh, okay, all right. That was one of those while you're talking belches. <laughs> That's that was very impressive. That was very impressive. I've been I'm, I've been working on that. Training's been uh, <laughs> been key. <laughs> oh God. Um, okay, so well, I, I'm going to ask you this before because I know that the capacity for a concert at the BMO is different. What is what is a sellout? How many people is a sellout at the BMO? We'll consider anything over 5,900. That's seating capacity. I Damn. think it's 5,913. I think is what it is now. Uh, we can we can like last uh, Saturday we had 6,400 people. Uh, or 6,400 tickets out. I don't know what the drop count was. But it, we, we literally had less than like 20 tickets left, left, and they were probably all singles all over the place. But for concerts, uh, if now I, it's, I, I believe we could probably cram like 7,500 in there. If the stage is all the way back to mm-hmm. the club lounge, floors packed, you know, the sound area is not too big. Sure. Um, you know, and it doesn't cover up the end zone seats. I think it's like 7,500. We've damn near been there before when we've had concerts there. It's yeah, there's been a couple. Yeah. Uh, you know, Kiss was, the stage was a little bit big for Kiss, so that probably wasn't 7,500, but that was probably 7,000. Oh, what do they need a big stage for? <laughs> their hair? Their boots? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you need a big stage just for Gene Simmons' boots. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and his ego. You need a stage for his ego. That's, a sep- that's the side stage, right? It's Gene Simmons. And then opening for Gene Simmons, Gene Simmons' ego. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, uh, best of luck in uh, Game 2 of the playoffs tonight. Texas Stars tickets still available at the BMO Harris Bank Center box office, icehogs.com. You can call... Uh, 815-968-5222. That number again. 815-968-5222. All right, go Hogs. Mike Peck, thank you very much. This is the Morning X. If spilling hot coffee on your crotch was a morning show, that would be us.